there, everybody. It is Thursday, July 20th, 2017. If you're hearing my voice, then yes, it's time for another edition of the Talking Games podcast. My name is Justin Townsend. I am here with uh, Mr. Hugh Perry. Hello. And Sam, I realize I never had to say your name out loud before. This is usually Bobby's job to butcher. Come on, go for it. You can do it. Suvak. Oh, strike one. Suvak. Yes, there we go. Good job. Good job. Imagine she's Vulcan. Yes. That doesn't help, Hugh. <laughs> yeah, of course it does. It always helps to be Vulcan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose. Uh, so here we are, the three of us. We, the three of us have never podcasted together before. I have never podcasted with Sam. Nope. And I've never uh, podcasted with Hugh. And I've podcasted with Hugh many times. It's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Uh, we're missing <laughs> we're missing some people tonight. Uh, Matt is on his way, or probably there by now, to San Diego Comic Con with his wife Mara. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I, for some that reason, I thought good. they were. I, I just thought they were going on vacation to San Diego. I don't know why <laughs> I didn't think that they were going to Comic Con. Because yeah, when he said it, he's riding the coattails of his wife. Yeah, yeah. To I mean, San I would. Diego. Yeah, that reminds me. Like, right. you've been to NYCC a few times. Do you want to go to San Diego? Um, in all honesty, I don't think it's ever really interested me. I mean, the main draw for me, other than the fact that, like, it's a convention based around stuff that I love, um, the main thing about NYCC for me was hanging out with, like, you guys, like, being there with my friends. Um, San Diego, I think I, pr- I probably would enjoy, but I think... NYCC is just about the right kind of chaotic for me. Like, it's crazy busy, but it's... You know, if you want to get in somewhere, you don't have to be there, like, 12 years before in a tent with, like, you know, a lifetime supply of canned food to get you by so you can get into, like, the the Marvel um, panel or whatever. Um, and I, I just don't think, like... San Diego looks a bit too crazy for my liking. As cool as it would be to see like the amazing announcements that come out of it. Um Yeah, I I honestly would I would happily go to New York Comic Con many times over and probably will do again in the future. But yeah, San Diego is just like I'm happy to sit back and um watch the announcements come out of that as opposed to be there for it. I used to wanna go really bad and then i went to new york a bunch of years in a row and now i don't <laughs> want to go to any of them yes. i just want to sit home and watch the announcements sam what about you yeah no i i have no desire uh first off i don't like traveling really at all and then i really don't like being places with big crowds so I, i've been to like the tulsa comic cons which you can imagine are are not huge but that was that was big enough for me i'm like yeah i'm, I'm good i'm with you i'll just stay home watch the news on video i don't i don't need to be there so. It's going to be really awkward when we ask you guys to come travel and meet us in Boston for PAX. Because I've already thought about that. It was like, we should get all, the whole Talking Games family together at PAX one of these years. I'll yeah, just Skype I in. It'll might be, be fine. No, I don't think so. So, Sam, you're going to have to get on a plane to come see us in person. If, we we need to have one way, of those. I get ridiculously anxious about traveling. Um when i like the day before i went to portugal last last week i was a fucking shambles um so 
if I can manage to travel on my own when I'm that bad traveling with somebody <laughs> who is a doctor and markedly more intelligent and responsible than I am, then you can, Sam. You can do it. You I, can do it. You know what? Here's the thing. So right now I've kind of got a, a special needs dog and I'm I'm not okay with really leaving him. So that's, that's kind fine. of I like how you're I like how you're coming up with excuses now for something like a year from now. <laughs> we'll we'll check back in on this in a year. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll get a GoFundMe. We'll get a nice dog sitter for you. Oh god, I, I can't um, trust another person with him. <laughs> I'm I'm such a freak of a mother for a dog, you guys don't even know. That's fair enough. So. That's I'm fair a parent. Enough. I have an idea. <laughs> I take I do my, have an idea. I take my dog to the chiropractor, so there's that. Yeah. That's fair enough. Uh, all right, well, who else are we missing? We're missing Kelsey. Kelsey, uh, unfortunately, had an emergency at the last minute. Uh, she couldn't be here. And uh, we're missing Bobby. Uh, and as if you've been following us or just happened to notice that last week's podca- uh, podcast just came out today, I think, uh, which is Wednesday. Um, we had some issues with last week. Uh, Sam is going to think uh, it was all her fault for audio issues. It, it was pretty much but... all my fault. Listen to that podcast, <laughs> and I mean, it, it's pretty bad, and he made it so much better than it originally was. So that is a big part of it, you guys. He is a magician with this type of stuff. and yeah, when he he's not absurd. When he's not here, I get very stressed out. But he's not here for good reasons. Um, unfortunately, uh, as you know, Bobby is going to be a dad, and uh, that's not unfortunate. It's great. That no, he's gonna be a that's dad. great. Well done, well done, Sam, for saving me from that. But um, uh, his wife Karen uh, ended up in the hospital for a couple of days. Everybody is healthy, and the baby is totally fine. Um, just precautionary things. Um, he had talked about that on Twitter, but uh, he just needed uh, he needed this part of the evening off. He'll be streaming with me later tonight. Um, and you know, he's a rock. He's our rock. He's here all the time. Um, him being here all the time allows me to not be here all the time, which is what I need. So I'm thankful. So if he asks for a certain night off, I'm more than happy to give it to him. Um, but he thanks everybody for the well wishes on Twitter. And, uh, we thank as well, you know, he's a member of our family and a close friend of ours. So when he's going through a hard time, you know, we asked that everybody be patient for the podcast and stuff and everybody was, and we just wanted to say thank you for that. Yes. Yeah, he's good. I I was playing some um, battlegrounds with him earlier on. He's, he, you know, back to rights. So he's good. Yeah, uh, I have to buy his baby gifts uh, for his baby shower sometime in the next week. And I <laughs> I went up to my wife and I was like, "What do you think if I did this?" And she looked at me and she just said, "No, she oh. wouldn't let me do it." But I was going to do something it's, different. It's a good thing might. you're in it by your wife. You know, always yeah. always trust your wife. As we talked about in the podcast, the podcast last week, if Matt had just listened to Mara when she said, don't stick that dog toy in your mouth, he wouldn't have broken his tooth. So listening mm. to your wife, always a good idea. Always. Always. Yeah. Especially if she's Mara, because she's, she's pretty She's smart. pretty smart. Yeah. She's you know, she's got a fairly decent brain in her head. So if she tells you not to do something, you should probably take heed and not do it. It's like playing tug of war with a dog <laughs> when you've got the toy in your mouth anyway is absurd, especially with the dog they've got. Yeah. Because like, all right, technically she's still a puppy, but that is a big, strong She's a animal. giant dog. Yes. So he's lucky he didn't lose more teeth, to be honest. <laughs> True. Uh, before, I mean, we're here to talk about video games, but before we get into video games, I haven't spoken to Hugh at all since he got back from his trip to Portugal. And so I wanted him to just talk about it for 
a couple of minutes because I haven't heard and I actually want to. So sorry, everybody else. You have to listen. <laughs> it's quite all right. Um, yeah, me and my lovely fiance uh, went to um, an area of Portugal for a few days last week called um, Vila Moura, which is right on the coast in the Algarve, which is kind of like the big tourist area in um, Portugal. And it was absolutely glorious. Um, like, just beautiful sunshine all day, every day. Um, but, like, a nice, that nice mellow heat, not, like, horrible humidity. So, you know, just chilling out on the beach for a few hours every day. Eating ourselves stupid. Um, I think I experienced one of the weirdest shops I've ever come across in my life. Um... That area of Portugal is quite famous for its um, sardines. And there was this shop there, and it kind of looks... Imagine if you went to Disney World, and there was a shop in there that sold exclusively tinned sardines. Um, But these tins of sardines each had, like, a year on them. So you could buy... Like, say, like, for me, I you could buy one with, like, 1981 on it, and it would have, like, a couple of big facts from that year and a couple of, like, famous people that were born. But it was such a weird shop. Like, the front of it looked like like the entrance to a carnival. Um, the inside, like, the ceiling in the inside had, like, these crazy, like, cog things which were turning, and the centre of it was, like, this, like, really big, um, like, looked like a sort of old, like, carnival cart. And it was just, like, this crazy, um, like, thrown outside. Like, the back of it was made to look like a giant tin of sardines. And then, like, the arms of the chair were were sardines themselves. And it was just, like, this big, weird, like, plush cushion on it then. So I've got, like, a a photo. um, Maybe I'll post it on the Talking (laughs) Games Twitter later of me sat on this big fucking, um, like, (laughs) sardine throne. Were you the sardine king? Yeah, so yeah, it was the game, the game of sardine thrones. Like you guys ever see um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? No. Yeah, Did, wasn't that what, like? <coughs> doesn't Flint's dad work at a sardine shop, and like that's what the whole town is known for is like sardines or something mm. like that? This yeah, is all that's reminding similar. me of. Yeah, huh. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great time. Just like, just exactly what I needed. Um, because I've been like pretty tired recently, so. Just, like, four days of just chilling out, feet up, lots of sun, lots of food. Um, and, yeah, it was glorious. That's I cool. Loved it. Very um, cool. So much that we're probably going to go back in October. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the perks of um, <laughs> being engaged to... Um, my fiancé is a doctor, as in, like, a medical doctor. Um, so she... W- works pretty long hours and she works really bloody hard so she likes to every few months have like a nice little break hence why we've been to like paris and um you know a few other places in the last couple of years um so yeah that means i get to tag along so yeah i'm not complaining (laughs) it's not a bad life i was talking to a friend of mine a couple of days ago and she was recounting that she had been to like I can't even remember, but like Israel and Italy and um, Switzerland and Iceland, like a whole bunch of places not in America. 
and uh like 12 of them over the last couple of years and i was like oh that's cool i go to disney every year like, we <laughs> lead very cool. very that's different cool. lives it is cool <laughs> but uh there's a big part of me that wants to see the rest of the world so it'll have to wait till i'm like 50 when the kids are all grown up and stuff <laughs> and they can pay for you to go there yeah you go. definitely because i can't <laughs> um all right let's get into let's get into some game talk it's been a couple of minutes i haven't been on the show in a few weeks so i want to talk about some games uh, we're going to start with some lightning rounds. I am not going to go first. Hugh, you go are. On, yeah, it's for me. It's for me. God, you just do it. You just do it up, buddy. <laughs> I got this. Not that I got much to talk about because I've been away, but whatever. I'll, I'll blag it. I'll just talk nonsense for three minutes. It's fine. I can nice. do that. As per the usual. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> three minutes on the clock. Go. Right, so uh, firstly, I'm going to talk about Doomfist. Um, he's been on the PTR for Overwatch for, I think, like a fortnight, nearly three weeks now. Um, and he's really cool. Um, playing him at first seemed fairly, like he's quite, he was a bit OP, but and I think they've already nerfed him on the PTR. Um, I haven't played him again to test it. But he's got some really cool abilities. Like his um, left hand, he's got like kind of like um, like there's four little things on the back of his hand and each one fires a bullet. And it's very similar to, um, you know, it doesn't reload. It It's kind of like um, Tracer's Blink. It recharges. So you can fire it four times and then gradually it like fills back up. Um that's kind of like just for more sort of like close range, do a bit of damage. Um, his main abilities, he's got this thing called Seismic Slam. Um, so he just sort of jumps towards enemies and just punches the ground with his fist. Um, and it kind of like draws enemies into him, um, which is really cool. Um, at first playing him, I was like that ability I wasn't, too sure about like it's really because he's just sort of like surges forward it's very difficult to judge but he has this other ability called rising uppercut um so that's exactly what it sounds like he just uppercuts jumps into the air but while he's in the air there's a blue box on the floor and then you can combo that with the seismic slam and the blue box is where he lands the seismic slam so you can jump up into the air place that blue box and then slam down so it's it that makes it a lot easier um, he also has this thing called Rocket Punch, um, which you can just press the button and he charges forward, <coughs> knocking an enemy back. Um, or you can charge it, um, and the more you charge it, does more damage. Um, and if you hit an enemy and they you then hit them into a wall, it does extra damage. I think it doubles the damage it does. Um, and he also has a passive called Best Defense, which is... he. Like, as you're punching people with the fist, it gives him a shield. And then his ultimate is really cool because he has... He basically launches himself into the air and you get this circle on the ground which you can move around. Um, so you click once and he jumps up into the air. You move the circle, press again, and then he just comes down and there's, like, an area of effect. And I think, sort of, um, the damage it does diminishes, like from like the center outwards so if someone's right bang in the middle of it and you come down on them it hits them 
like pretty damn hard so it's really good fun um i'll admit i only played against bots because it was impossible to get into a game on the ptr and actually select him because people already did um but next week he's out on console so it should be fun to play against people um also quick word about there's a new free game on the psn store called um all orcs must die um unchained um (laughs) Really cool. I, I played it for about 15 minutes. It's just like this horde mode um, and you set yourself up between rounds and you can put traps down. Um, so between, during the rounds you earn money and however much money you get you can that gives you, you can pay for traps. So you put the traps down you say that you're ready, you ready up and then the next um, mode starts. Um, yeah and I, I it's super fun like i said it's free um and i think it'll be really really good fun to play with friends i think you can play it with like three or four people yeah um so i i I know that there's stuff you can pay for um in it but you know the price is right i think the lowest stuff you you just get like stuff like unlocks really for the like once you go through the paywall um so yeah looks pretty fun so that's me cool um, I actually played Orcs Must Die Unchained like f- three, four years ago at PAX on PC, oh. and yeah. I was not good at it at all. <laughs> I was having a hard time with the controls. Um, but I'm terrible at PC stuff. That's why I have a, a mouse with all the bindings on the side of the control because I would lose Wazda almost instantly when I would try and hit any of the numeric keys. And nope. Oh, don't do- worry. I've, that's why I've got like this thing with keys all over the side of it. Like, yep. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Don't worry about that. Oh wait, I can't move mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. We're we're st- we're still okay. That's right. It's actually being used at the moment. Um, I do want to talk about Overwatch for a minute in between uh, in between the rounds um, because I just started playing it again, and it deserves more than just like a quick mention. Uh, I started my stream with uh or my series um with kelsey uh a guy a girl on a payload the greatest name ever for any series <laughs> on the history of, it is of this planet it's fantastic yes um i can't tell you how many people told me it was a terrible name thank you all so much for supporting me and my first series and being like that's a terrible name i think it was that truly uplifting comes back around on itself and makes it a good name though I thought so. That's why I kept it. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, terrible it's enough good. to be good. Yeah. And apparently I was making a whole bunch of puns during the yes. stream as Sam was telling me and not realizing it. So <laughs> I really enjoyed that. So, that. That's, so that's out. You can watch that. We're going to be recording a new episode uh, tomorrow. So Thursday. <laughs> um, I'm going to be tweeting that out so you guys can catch it live. Um, but after that, like, I felt like, oh, I haven't played Overwatch in like five weeks. So I wanted to play. So I messaged Sam and was like, let's play Overwatch. <laughs> She's like, okay, I could do that. And so we jumped in, and I had like maybe one of my all-time best rounds as Diva, and I'm super excited to keep playing Overwatch at least once a week, uh, if not more. Like, I want to play Overwatch kind of right now. That game's never gonna let go of me, yeah. along with a couple of other games on my list. But uh, I had a really good time playing that night, Sam. That was fun. That mayhem mode is the best. It is. It's so good. Mayhem. Yeah, I was I was talking with Hugh about it because you know 
a lot of people are not wanting to play competitive as much anymore because of all the negativity in there. So we were talking about just, you know, once you guys get Kelsey leveled up, we can all start like a little competitive team. I said until uh, until you place and then you'll probably be too far above us. Hugh said, you, you know, you've fallen off, so you probably won't be that good. It'll be OK. We'll see what happens, though. I'm still diamond all day. <laughs> I'll have you know. I haven't played competitive since uh, not. I didn't play any last season. Yeah. Um, I get really bent out about it. Like I, I care way too much, and I, I need. I think I needed a break. Uh, that's why I've been playing like just a lot of quick play and mayhem, and that I like that lockout mode that they have now, where it's the six heroes and you got to uh, choose the elimination. Yeah, the eliminations. I find those really yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. That's um, good. But Kelsey's great. Kelsey just like was just like she was very quiet on the stream. <laughs> Uh, some was technical issues, but I don't think she's like she's not like used to streaming at all. Not that I am, but so she'd be like, "Oh, I hate Hanzo so much." Like because <laughs> we put her, I put her on random characters, so she kept getting different people, and it was like, "It's not Diva," so she hated them. <laughs> so she was doing. I, I, I feel like she, she was she was really starting to come around at the end. No, she did. She um, did good. She did really good with yeah. her with her talking. It was just uh, once her audio level comes up, it'll be fantastic. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean. We've all been there with podcasting and streaming, so. Yep. Yeah, this is I'm still, still a night- getting used to it. This is still a nightmare for me. When Bobby's not here and I have to <laughs> set this stuff up, I get anxiety like nobody can believe. Um, all right, let's jump back into lightning. Sam, why don't you get going? All right. Um, Three minutes. Excuse me. So. Go. Oh, I started, started. Killing Floor 2 is having their summer sideshow event. And basically, there's a new map that is a carnival, like a rundown carnival. And all of the enemies in that map, and actually all the other maps as well, are carnival themed. So there are these killer clowns. There are these weirdos with like a pig face mask. Um, there's guys that are just completely skewered with different swords. Um, and then there's just like weird like little like little tiny circus hats on and different things but um all of the characters look really great um the carnival map has these special little tasks you're supposed to complete to get uh bonuses so like first you have to go turn on the generator which will power all of the little games and then there's a game where you like have to throw your money into a bin and then there's a couple games where you have to like shoot things kind of like a shooting gallery at a carnival um those are pretty hard we we haven't been able to complete those yet but overall it's it's a ton of fun and i recommend everybody go check that out <laughs> justin <coughs> complain um so that's fun oh and then um after our community game night uh megan and cody stuck around and we tried out that's you which is a, a new free ps plus game and it's kind of like a party game kind of like um Jackbox and so you've got it up on your PS4 but then you also download an app on your phone and you take a a selfie and that's like kind of your your play character through the match and so like it'll ask a question like who is the most likely to plan a bank heist and it'll put up all the pictures and you have to vote for who you think it is and then it'll ask other questions like um so like there's one like what would this person most likely steal and then you have to do a little drawing on your phone of what they might steal um they have they have pictures that come up and you're like have to try to mimic the picture and so you take another selfie that's trying to mimic that photo um so it's a lot of fun we had a blast playing that one so that's a game that uh we want to try to get all the talking games people together and, and play around or two of that because it's it's a lot of fun um i don't know that was that was all i really had to talk about am i, do I have to, like am i good it's fine all right you're all under right. three minutes all right 
uh, I know I, I, I keep meaning to check out Killing Floor. I know that you rave about it. And yes. anytime I, I check in on the community nights that I've missed, I see you guys playing it. It looks like a ton of fun. Yeah. It's just uh, when I sit down on my PS4 right now, I only want to play like two things. I'm either playing Smite or I'm playing Overwatch. It's like either one of those games, which I'll talk about in my lightning rounds. Um, well, the next time is, the next time you ask yeah. me to play Overwatch, I'm going to say, okay, gonna but make... first we're going to play a round of Killing Floor 2. All right, All deal. Right, hold me hostage. Um, I think that's you is free. It's, yeah. it's longer. It's longer than a PS Plus game. I think it's free until October, and I've yes. heard I've heard people have a really good time with it, and then I've heard people not like it at all. Oh. but it's it's free, so it's I like for a party game. I think it's completely yeah. worth downloading and checking oh, out. Oh, absolutely. It's I don't I don't understand these people who say it's not fun. Those are those are crazy people. So, <laughs> I also think we need to plug. The video that you and Cody put out of you playing Killing Floor drunk, because <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. We had like, so much fun. Um, the amount of times you start saying something and you're just like, blah, 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 and you're just like, I don't know what I was trying to say, and then just, <laughs> I, I was in tears laughing watching it. Well, it, it turns so out I'm a pretty whiny drunk. I didn't I didn't realize that, but I listened to it again, and I'm like constantly just whining to Cody about things. So, well, Co- um, Cody sounds like he's like his batteries are running out. <laughs> like he's just like. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, uh, Cody's I, favorite line is like when you say like he's saying something, you're like Cody, what are you talking about? Like he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. I know. Like, and I asked him once, I'm like. You're not a big drinker, so like, where <laughs> did that drinks. come from? He's like, I don't know. It's like it's it's a thing that we say down here. I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so for the first time he said it and it was actually true. Um, so yeah, Hugh, if you like that video, just wait around because after we did that, we also filmed um, some Marvel heroes and I feel like that one's going to be even better. So the, some of the awesome. stuff I said in that one, like I was listening to it again, I'm like, I don't remember that at all, but uh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be great. Next Please drink week, responsibly, going to people. record whilst high on meth. Oh, no, no. There are limits, Hugh. <laughs> okay, maybe just some heroin? No Hugh. limits. <laughs> no limits all the time. Talking Games does not endorse the use of drugs and alcohol. Oh, no. So, some, some of those things we endorse. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I'll leave it to your imaginations, which ones. Individuals might. Talking Games as a group does not. You know, it's funny. We had a review once uh, that was just like, it was not a nice review, um, but it was, somebody was saying like they hated the fact that we all talked about around how much we got wasted. I was like, I'm a father of two little boys. <laughs> like I go out and get wasted like twice a year and it's usually <laughs> on two drinks because I never drink. Yeah. Like, I don't think we yeah. do it very often. Although thinking back at it, Jackie did t- like, like talking about drinking quite a lot when Jackie was the host. Yeah. Uh, but-, but even still, I didn't think that would, that review was very fair. <laughs> but I've been since then. I was like, can't ever talk about drinking. Get bad Uh-oh. reviews. Well, I, I apologize. I care about these things way too much. Bad reviews because of that. News flash for that person. I don't drink, so <laughs> there you go. go. <laughs> All right, it's my turn. Three minutes on the go clock on, for myself. Go. Good luck. Uh, so yes, I've been playing Overwatch. I've been playing Smite. Um, a lot. I feel like my skill in Smite has reached its ceiling, which is okay, which is frustrating because I'm usually good at multiplayer games and I'm just, there, there's a level that I'll never attain. One of the guys I play with, Eric, friend of the show, is just so much better than I am and 
he's just good with every character and I struggle to be passable. Uh, but I enjoy it, so I stick with it. Um, I've been playing a lot of ARMS still. I'm past the 20-hour mark now. I continue to really like that game. Uh, I picked up Zelda again, and I'm past the 30-hour mark in Zelda now, and just opened the quest log for the first time. <laughs> there was one of those in there. Um, I decided to go, to, like, maybe I'll go tackle one of these divine beasts, and I was like, well, that was a mistake. I have no idea where to go now, and I'm just, like, walking around, and I finally found the quests that I'm supposed to do to get things to help me do that thing to take on one of the beasts. Um, that game continues to be really, really cool, just very big. And uh, I, I play it for like an hour or two at a time. So it's my goal to have that game done by the end of the year. It was my goal to have it done this summer because there's a lot of other big games coming out that I want to tackle, but uh, we'll see. Uh, also on the Switch, uh, this is what I've been spending a lot of time playing, is actually um, Goner. It is, uh, it is $10. It came out on PC last year. It is a roguelike. Um, it is a good rogue, uh, roguelike. Um, I happened to just jump into the store to just see like what's going on, what was like a new release, and I saw it there. And the art style is phenomenal. Um, you're a skull. You're you're a person that is friends with a whale, a giant whale that dies. Um, or actually, he doesn't die first, but you're cool with death. It's like a weird thing. You're like for like friendly with death and death comes for your whale friend, so you invade the afterlife to help get the whale back. And I think you eventually fight death? I'm not sure. Um, the game is hard as nails, though. Um, you, you pretty much start and you go as far as you can, and the farther you make it, um, you get more unlocks that you could start with the next, uh, your, your next round with. So um, you'll be playing and you'll have like a shotgun and you'll have like this head, and when you get hit, your head falls off your body. Um, you can pick your head back up, but you only have three hits. Other heads will start with, um, like, five hearts, um, but your head won't fall off. I have that confused. It's the three-heart ones your head doesn't fall off. The five-heart one, it does. They'll, you start with a shotgun. You get a machine gun. You get, like, a laser. The more combos that you do, the more people you kill in a short amount of time, you get these little gems. You get a certain amount of gems when you die. You can, you can cash in those gems to, like, pick up where you left off with full hearts. And keep going. There's, I think, four or five worlds. But the worlds are all, like, it almost looks, like, hand-painted. Like, it's yeah. very dark. You Like, everything is black. But as you move forward through the level, the level will start filling in. So, like, you might not see a ledge unless you jump. And then, like, the ledge will kind of, like, paint itself in. And then you can land on it. Um, there's also, like, different bonuses that you could do. Like, one of the bonuses is that you're, like, you never run out of ammo. You'll always be able to reload. Um, but another one of the bonuses is like, I think you get more time for super or your guy will do like a little spin in the air and allow you to shoot in different directions. Cause for the most part with all the other heads, you can only shoot in a straight line, which is super frustrating. Cause there's a whole bunch of flying enemies coming after you. Uh, so Goner is pretty cool. It has a kicking, a kick-ass soundtrack, um, a really cool visual style. Um, if you have for those awards, a, if we did those awards and B, if it didn't come out last year, uh, but, yeah, I like it, and it's 10 bucks on the Switch. So if you have a Switch and you like roguelikes, it's a really good one of those. I would check it out, and that's it. I think I might have to get that. I like the sound of that game. Yeah, like, if you like, like Rogue Legacy and stuff, like, it's, it, it, it's hard to compare it to one of those because with those, it's, like, colorful, colorful and bright and vibrant, and, like, it, it's a lot like, um, oh, what was the name of that game that Kelsey liked last year she, that shocked us all? Um, Hyper Light Drifter. Hyper Drifter. Yeah, like, there's no language in the game. It's all, like, emoticons and, like, it kind of just figuring it out. 
Um, so you like you see these things, and it's like I have no idea what these do. And then when you die, like, I was only collecting two or three, and I didn't even figure out the combo thing until like I was like a couple hours into the game. I you pick up like a special item, and you're like I have no idea what what this special item does. Um, so like one of them is just like it'll shoot your whatever weapon you have like five or six times in rapid succession, but doesn't cost any ammo. Um, so when you have the laser that shoots across the stage, that's really helpful. And the bosses are hard. Like the game is hard. It is hard as nails, but it's fun. That, so Kelsey oh. will be great at it, probably. Yeah. yeah, she'll just complete it in one sitting. That doesn't sound probably. like the kind of game I would like to play at all, but it sounds really cool, and I would like for you to make like a what is video so I could see it because it just sounds really neat. I will try and do that when I figure out how to stream off the Switch. All right. But yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 I will accepted. try and get that done. Yeah. Cool. Bobby, Bobby did str- some streaming of Arms off the Switch, and I'm sure I could figure it out. Um, oh, you could probably... It would be so nice if they just built it into the damn thing. Yeah. Oh, man. We're, We're going to talk about the Switch and some of its capabilities in a few minutes uh, in the news <laughs> section because we, we have to talk about a few things. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Let's just, let's just move into news. Um, I'm hosting today, so I wanted to talk about some news items uh, that had caught my eye. A couple things today, uh, a couple things over the last week or so. Um, we mentioned it. So Splatoon 2 is out this week. It comes out on Friday, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's Friday. Uh, the reviews have been positive so far. It, like I've only seen eights and things like that. Um, I got to jump into the test fire for uh, just a couple of minutes last weekend before I uh, ended up going to the city. Um, it wasn't live yet, so I couldn't play any matches, but I got to like run around in their hub. They're like a little hub city. Um, and watch or look at all the people's drawings which were amazing. Um, I could draw stick figures, and they were putting, like, works of art. They are making works of art with the Switch controller, which is amazing. Uh, cool. But I'm really excited to play Splatoon. What about you, Who? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm definitely getting that. I mean, I I missed most of the test fires because they were at funny times um, for as me. Nintendo's, as Nintendo does. Yeah, because, you know, they, well, they, I, uh, I guess they must tailor them more to like Japanese timings and then anything um, but yeah I completely missed the first Splatoon because I didn't have a Wii U so um, I really enjoyed what I played of the test fire um, and I think it's going to be a really really fun game to play with like you and Bobby and anyone else who's got a Switch hopefully Kelsey will get one at some point as well Sam. Um Okay, so I, f- I feel like I have a responsibility to get a Switch and play Zelda. Um, and it's, it's something that I'm like, okay, I, I can do this, but I really want to do it um, if it's two ninety nine. Like right now when it's like 400 plus, I'm like, oh God, I, I, I just... You I can don't find them for two ninety nine. If you find one mm-hmm. for two ninety nine, tell me where it is and I'll buy it. If you check, if you follow Wario on Wario sixty four well, on Twitter, yeah. like every day he's saying like Amazon has them or Walmart has them for two ninety nine. Like yeah, they have the bundles, okay. but there's ways around the bundles. Okay, well I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Cody found one for two ninety nine and he was thinking about buying it, but he didn't, and then he didn't tell me about it because he didn't know I was looking yet. So, uh, so yeah, I'll now that everybody knows, everybody, let me know, and I'll get that switch. Yeah, I see things on like Twitter and stuff quite often that GameStop have got uh, getting them in and stuff like that. It seems to be a lot of the time, um, like if you keep an eye on like Polygon and um, Kotaku and stuff like that, they they seem to know ahead of time that certain retailers are getting stock of them. So 
just yeah we'll keep our ear to the ground and keep you informed thanks guys yeah uh so with that they released their nintendo switch app it's the switch app here or is it just the splatoon app it's, it's got a, it it's called the, it is the, the nintendo switch online yeah so it, okay it is the app you can download it for android and ios now yes um Spoiler alert. Yeah, there you go. He was showing it to the camera right now for those who <laughs> can't actually see the stream. Um, it's not like completely functional yet, but like websites have gotten their hands on it and like and seen its full functionality. And spoiler alert, it sucks. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they did. They, they, I don't know what they're what, what's going on over there, but apparently um, like meeting up with your friends and stuff is like, OK, like. And creating parties, not much of a hassle. I mean, outside of using the phone for it, which is fine, I guess. Um, but if your phone turns, like, not turns off, but, like, goes to sleep and the screen darkens, you're kicked out of the voice chat. Your phone has to be on and unlocked at all times to use this app. That is so That's dumb. horrible. If you feel like searching, like, if you are playing... Splatoon, and you're like, well, I want to research what weapon is, like, you know, what's the benefit of this weapon? Let me just, like, you know, open up another icon in, or another page in Safari. You will be kicked out of the chat. You will be muted, or it'll... Yeah, I, think, I think you just get muted. You can't use voice chat during it. So, like, the only way to use the voice chat and speak to your friends is if your phone is unlocked and in that screen at all times. So, you better right. make sure that your phone is plugged in to something yeah. and set not to go to sleep when you're using this device so at least for app- now until they maybe they change it so it's not like youtube say like if you're watching a video on youtube on your phone um like your phone stays on like it doesn't like the screen doesn't it doesn't go to sleep so is does the app not stop your phone from doing that when you're using it well i mean with youtube it- yeah, like unless you have YouTube Red, it's it like it just stops the, it stops the video. So like it, it, on this, I'm looking at this Polygon article, and it says voice chat is only active as long as the app the app is open. The smartphone in use has to be unlocked and its screen in and its screen on in order for the voice chat to work. If you accidentally shut your phone screen off, your conversation is over. Want to glance at a walkthrough really quickly? If you do, it means no more voice chat. So like yeah, I guess it'll stay up, hmm. but it's just going to mute you completely. That just seems a whole, yeah. Like when you consider Discord, you can be in the voice chat and lock your phone, so you're not like wasting the battery by having the screen on as well as using the speaker and the microphone. It, that just seems completely stupid. I mean, the only workaround I can think of is the uh, say if you've got an iPad as well as a smartphone or you know whatever tablet um, to have if you can download it for iPad, like have it on there and connect to, the, to your Wi-Fi and have it running on there so you, you don't have to worry about... Oh my God, Hugh, um, let, let's, let's throw a party. He's gone. He's away from Mike. Was... We can go crazy. There's no telling <laughs> what we can get away with. Apparently somehow my computer unplugged and it's running low on 10%. Oh no. So you guys just talk amongst yourselves. Oh, okay. Minutes. We'll be good. Okay. No worries. But <laughs> like, unless you've got... Like Justin said, if you're... Like, quite often when I'm playing games, like, I will pick up my phone to, like, just do a quick Google. Like, you know. 
All right, stop if lying, everybody. For, like, yeah, we look for stuff on the phone, but really, we're checking Twitter, we're checking messages, yeah, we're that. doing Facebook. That's what we're doing in the midst yeah. of gaming. Like, we're if not I get if I get a text message from somebody yep. and they're wanting to like a reply, and I end up not replying for like ten minutes because some people are impatient, <laughs> then yeah, I'm gonna wind up with a swathe of like messages from people why are you ignoring me and it's like well you know i can't close down the freaking nintendo app to speak to you because it just, it just seems hates. like there's no reason to use that there's so many other things no. people could use and it's just so not worth it it's and, like why yeah. did they even bother and, like the switch ha- must have some form of it must have bluetooth capability so why not just release like a wireless headset for that system or even if it's if it's a wired one like it's the thing's got a usb port on it Mm -hmm. so just have like a built-in party chat system like there's no like i know nintendo are very um i'll just be frank about fucking anal about like trying to keep it um as a safe place for people and that's fine i completely support that um like the more that's done to make gaming more inviting for everybody the the better um because um that's one of the things that's put me off overwatch recently is just that the community around overwatch just seems to be getting progressively worse and not a lot from blizzard's end seems to be getting done about it um so Nintendo, you know, being like trying to preempt things and keep things, you know, people from getting grief and stuff like that is fine. But I don't see how um this phone app achieves any of that. Like I I do yeah. not understand what how it's a benefit quality of life wise or you know, in terms of the functionality giving giving you something like i said like making you safer in that pl- in your play space or whatever so it just seems odd like having to pick up your phone to send invites to then speak to people when you're playing on your console your console on your tv and just it's just too much going on at any one time and when you consider like a lot of nintendo's fan base are you know younger players why convolute and co- um complicate things it yeah. just it makes no sense, man. It makes no sense. I mean, I, at this point, I think we just have to give up on the idea of the voice chat in the system, like you yeah. know, the system level voice chat, and just accept the fact that it's going to be this phone thing. But like, I can't accept the uh, I can't accept the fact that it's going to be that terrible. Whereas, like, I have to change my settings in my phone to make sure it doesn't turn off. Like that to me, that's crazy, and that's where like. Like, it, 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 is it a, a huge inconvenience to have to use the phone? Like, no, I don't think so. Like, I mean, is it easier to have it in the system? Yes, but a lot of people are using Discord now. Um, I'm going to probably be using Discord for Destiny because it's just the, the PlayStation Party only fits so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like, the way that they're designing this and how nobody over there thought we should make this work if the phone falls asleep <laughs> is beyond me. Like beyond me, and I'm like, and I've come around in, on Nintendo a lot this year, but it's like that decision by itself, just like, is just like, oh, classic Nintendo having no idea how the internet actually works. Yeah, it it, it just, 
Yeah, it is. It's classic Nintendo. They just seem to have these weird, this weird mindset where they just sort of someone. It's almost as if someone comes up with an idea and they just go, "Yeah, that's a bit different. We'll do that. It doesn't matter if it's a bit silly or weird or nobody seems to be keen on it, but we're gonna do it anyway because we're Nintendo." Um, but like you say, there's Discord. I mean, it, are we? Surely there must be a way to send invites to your friends in game. So you don't like say like when you and I played arms Justin, like you sent me an invite in game, so is is there a way to invite people to play with you in game in Splatoon or do you have to I, use the app? I think you have to use the app, but I'm not positive so weird. we'll know on we'll know on Friday because yeah. they said like you're gonna set up parties in the app. But you're right. There is a way to do it in Arms. It would be silly if they didn't continue that. Because hmm. I, I would. I guess if you if you're sending invites to party up via this app, then I guess it's you know convenient to just use it for the chat as well. But also, what about people who don't? If like say for example, if the cases where you can only send invites for. Like through the app, which I kind of think might not be the case. But hypothetically speaking, what about the people don't who don't have smart devices? Like, how do they how do they chat with people? Because if you're, they don't. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah, like if you're. I mean, Splatoon, like... the original Splatoon didn't have voice chat, so Nintendo's not worried about on the fact if you don't have a smartphone, they're probably happy. Hmm. So yeah, it just seems a really like ill-conceived um, well, idea. I the the brushback on this is probably going to be pretty huge. So let's mm. see if they can do an update to the app where they change. I mean, I'm sure they can, but the, the main gist of the like why I brought it up was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? How do you release it like this? But it's Nintendo. That's why. Yeah, pretty much. Let's move on. Sam. Uh, we got some t- cool Titanfall news this yes. week. Yes, yeah. So they announced that Titanfall Two is having a new free DLC, um, Operation Frontier Shield, and it's going to be a four-player PVE, and it's just going to be a horde mode. Apparently, they've got uh, some new, different types of enemies that are be coming at you based on the trailer. I mean, you're fighting, you know, typical pilot or grunt types specters reapers and other titans so then i guess there's gonna be something else coming in there too i don't know um you get perks you can get new they said fun new toys which i don't know what that is but uh there was a a shot that kind of looked like there was a titan like shooting mortars up um so that might be a new weapon that's unlockable um it looks pretty cool they're also releasing a map called Rise, which I guess is from the original Titanfall. I never played that one, but uh, but that should be cool. Um, they've got a new live fire map, which I don't really like the live fire mode. It's a, it's a, you get single elimination between the rounds and they're very short rounds. Um, but that, that's pretty much the only thing I dislike about Titanfall 2 because the rest of the game is just fantastic. Um, very good. Yeah, so the DLC, the DLC comes July 25th 
And then starting that Friday, July 28th, they've got a free trial weekend where they've got like the training gauntlet, uh, one of the story missions, and then uh, the multiplayer is free to play. So if you if you haven't played it yet, uh, it would be a good time to, to get it and try it out. And then, you know, you'll be hooked and you'll want to get it because it's, it's a really yeah. good game. And all of Titanfall 2's DLC is free. Yes, it's so amazing. if you own the game, it's like this doesn't cost you anything. Um, the original Titanfall, after I had fallen off of it, uh, came out with this mode, and I didn't have my copy anymore, and that like bummed me out because I heard it was really, really good. So I've kept my copy. I haven't played Titanfall 2 in a couple of months, um, but I kept it specifically for this announcement <laughs> that I thought might be coming because I like horde modes a lot, and I love Titanfall, and I, I really want to play the two of those things together. So, Sam, maybe you and I could do uh, – we'll do a stream of that, yeah. and we'll check it out together. Yeah, we can get Hugh. He actually oh, Hugh, played you, you with still me. have your copy, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I okay, so then, yeah, it's four, yeah, I mean, me and Sam – four people. Me yeah. and Sam randomly just, like – I think I got home from work one day, and Sam was online, and I think he might have been playing – Titanfall Sam and I was just like, yeah. oh, you know, let's play. Mind if I join you? And we ended up playing a few rounds. And I've forgotten, like, I'm not very good at the multiplayer on that game, but I've forgotten how how much fun it is. Um, and like, I would recommend that game to people just on the back of the campaign because that the yeah, campaign mode in that great. game does some really really cool stuff it's not just like your average sort of run around and shoot things it does like there's some really cool set pieces in that game and like stuff that it makes you do that is really unique and really really cleverly cleverly thought out so um yeah it's also, it's also a great that, game. that a campaign great game. made me cry it's uh it's oh, so yeah. good you guys there's some emotional stuff to it uh mm-hmm. but yeah it's just everything about that game is fantastic so uh it's really Let's good. Do it. Do it. Um, yeah, do it up. Uh, Hugh, Telltale decided to do an info dump today. Uh huh. Yeah, quite what a big can you one. Tell me too. about it. Um, right. So they basically announced that there are three sequels coming for um, existing properties that they make games for. So, unsurprisingly, there's a new season of Batman, um, which will be very interesting i think the first one was good for the most part but kind of resolved itself a little bit shoddily shall we say it started Um, really strong yeah and it just like that last episode was just a bit like i i think they they need to get stronger with the writing for the the conclusion i think um because in the main it was really good um, so we are also getting a fourth and final season of The Walking Dead, um, which, according to the article I'm reading, is expected to debut sometime next year. And also, funnily, seeing as how they were very cagey about it um, recently, which quite often so, like seems to be an indication that there is going to be an announcement um, about that thing uh very shortly is that there's going to be a second season of the wolf among us um i think there was a um ask me anything on reddit and the guy from telltale who was doing it just announced it um so yeah like apparently the the first season was as far back as 2014 i didn't realize it was quite that 
long ago. Um, but I think personally speaking, and I think you said so yourself, Justin, I think like The Wolf Among Us is probably my favourite of the um, the Telltale games so far. Um, so yeah, I think people are going to be people are going to be pretty stoked for that. Um, obviously, Walking Dead. Oh, I need to finish the third season of that, but that's always really good. So hopefully, they'll give that a fourth and final season that it deserves, and hopefully, they can like nail the ending with this next season of you... Batman and have a a season that's like great from start to finish, as opposed to one that lets itself down at the end. So, yeah, unusual. I don't think I've ever seen Telltale like come out with like this much stuff in one one go so yeah it was a uh, it was surprising uh i know in the walking dead in that final season you're gonna play as clem yeah uh, so they're gonna they're gonna give you control of her back which is nice i still haven't played the third season which is the third season right yes, yes. not long uh, i haven't played i haven't played it at all yet i love the wolf among us um it's either that or tales from the borderlands is my favorite telltale property um so yeah i mean for me that was cool news today sam you mm-hmm. play any of those um, well, I've played Tales from the Borderlands, and that's one of my favorite games ever, so I think that's the best Telltale game. Uh, but really, the only other one I've ever played is Game of Thrones, and that one was just uh, kind of emotionally scarring to try to play that, because like, every decision you make is going to be a bad decision, and I was just so nervous about everything I did. I'm just like, oh, this is horrible. It's so stressful. Um, so yeah, I actually, I have A Wolf Among Us, which uh, would be my next one to play. I just haven't gotten into it yet. Um, but I and oh, actually, I'm pretty sure I have some Walking Dead as well that I haven't played. So they're good. Yeah. Yep. They and the, the Wolf Among Us one they said is going to be stand like it's not going to be connected to the first okay. game. So you don't ha- you don't have to have played the first game to play it. Oh, but okay. Fables is one of my favorite comic properties. Uh, so the Wolf Among Us stands out always. I didn't care. I'm wearing for Fables, this... so I, I don't oh know how I'll feel about it. <laughs> oh, damn. oh no. We don't have to get into that right now. <laughs> Uh, as I was saying, I'm wearing this Destiny shirt for a reason. <laughs> I got to play some Destiny 2 last night. I jumped into the beta and played the story mission. The two of you have played a hell lot, a hell of a lot more Destiny 2 than I have. Yep. Yeah. Um, a lot. Yes. Uh, so I watched you guys be clutch today <laughs> yes. during your stream. He was clutch. I mostly just died. Um, I will say it was it was amusing watching you guys play, especially I mean not amusing, but it was fun. It was fun to <laughs> sit back and watch you guys play the new mode, which I don't really understand very much. What's it called, Hugh? Uh, that is a very very good question. Um, I, I know it's similar to Search and Destroy um, in Call of Duty. Um, I'll do a search for it. So I'll describe what it is basically while I'm um, searching for it. Um, Basically, you start off and you're either um, attacking or defending. And if you're attacking, you've basically got to run to... Um, there's, I think, is it three points, Sam? Where there's I bombs? Like I always thought there were three, but I always only ever saw two because there was rugs and then the market. The market. But oh, yes, there, there's yeah, two. I yeah, I think there's just two then, maybe. So... Yeah, so give me a second. Right, so ah, there we go. It's called countdown. Okay, yeah. Um, so if you're attacking, basically you've got to run to these bombs, and you have to set it on a countdown, 
Um, like you have to manually run up to it, hold down square, the timer fills up, and it starts to count down, and, and it starts beeping. So the other team who are defending then have to either eliminate you entirely as a team, or defuse the bomb. It's it's um, not either or. Even even if they kill all of the other team, they still have to defuse oh, the have... bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, right. They still okay. Have to defuse it. But oh, it's if you're attacking. Yep. The game ends if you yeah. So yep. yeah, if you're attacking and you eliminate the the other team entirely, then you win win outright. Defending, you still have to um, defuse the bomb, and it's really really quick. Yeah. rounds like it's the first a match is first to six so a match lasts quite you know quite long maybe sort of like mm, probably 10 to 15 minutes um but each round i think has like as short as like a two minute time limit on it I think so. um so it's it's fast it's frantic um at first the first round i played of it um, which you can see I posted a video of me playing it on um, our YouTube channel. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Because um, oh, I don't think the menu screen on in the game tells you what modes it's putting you into. So you have like one mode where it says like um, low intensity, um, which is just control. And then it says there's another mode then, which is competitive and high intensity. Um, so, yeah, I went into it completely blind and I didn't really know what to do. But once I got got to grips with it, like I said, um, it's it's really good fun. It's because um, it's kind of like that elimination. You can be revived as like a 15 second countdown, I think, after you get killed. Your teammates can still revive you. But quite often, because of the time limit and the bomb counting down, um, your teammates don't really have chance to revive you. So it's pretty tricky unless they die, you, like you die right next to them. It's very difficult for like it's rare for you to get revived. But um, yeah, I had a great time with it. Um, I think you enjoyed it as well, didn't you, Sam? You were, you were having good fun with it. Yeah, it's fun. I'm not very good at it, and I'm not the biggest fan of now everything being 4v4 in the PvP, um, just because I'm usually not very good at it, and when there's only four people, it's a lot more obvious that uh, that the team suffers when you don't have a very good player, so I always just kind of feel bad, um, you know? I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I always come in last, and I'm fine with that because I'm having fun. I just feel bad knowing that uh my teammates uh that we aren't doing as well as a team because uh i'm kind of bringing us down so that's mm -hmm. that's one my my one complaint about that is just uh when you when you go down to just the four players it uh, puts a lot more pressure on everybody to perform well so i miss i like i i have not jumped in and played any 4v4 but i played a lot of halo and Halo was all 4v4. Most of their modes were 4v4. But they also had like big team battle wars, like 8 on 8, and other modes where I think it was 6 on 6. So I wish that they had kept it like that, where, you know, like there would be um, different options for matches, like in different sizes. Um, like I would love to see an 8 on 8 Guardian battle, um, like a big team battle. Like some of the maps in Destiny 1 or the Crucible maps in Destiny could support that. They were some big maps. Um, so I, I'm hoping that that's a change that they make down the line. Um, I'm super excited to get in there and play. Like, I, I watched you guys play for about an hour today. 
And the new weapons look really cool. Uh, I, I like the way... I, during their story mission last night, I pretty much primarily used the SMG just to get a feel for it. Because I already know how auto rifles feel and handguns feel and, and all that, or hand cannons feel and all that. So I was focusing on, like, the new weapons. That sweet, sweet business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have, good name for a they gun. They have the best names for guns in that game. Yeah. It's always entertaining. Yeah. Uh... I haven't done the strike yet. Bobby and I will actually be streaming out the strike tonight, so you can look for that on the YouTube channel in the next day or so. It's um, fun. What did you guys think of it? I Sam played it. How many, you've played it quite a few times before me. Well, you I, and I, I played, played it, it earlier. Did... a few times, and then that last part with the boss, I've played so many times. Yeah. Megan and I were playing this morning, and uh, you're supposed to have, I mean, you can't have three people playing the strike. We had just two, and we were having a lot of trouble. We would get right to the end and then die and have to go back and start the whole boss thing again. So that was that was pretty frustrating. Um and I know that they're going to have the matchmaking set up for, like, raids and stuff, but I'm hoping that they would also have it for strikes and even just story mission stuff, because I know when I was playing Destiny 1, a lot of the time I'd be in a story and you'd get to a hard part and you'd be like, it would really be great if I had some people helping me out right here. So I'm hoping that that's something that'll be possible when it goes live. Um, yeah, I mean... In the original Destiny, if you played just if you were solo queuing or you know had a space, it would matchmake. So maybe know. it just couldn't like it was just weird and it didn't find. Would it matchmake? It wouldn't matchmake for story stuff. Story stuff yeah. you had to be party up for, hmm. but other things it would. Um, it would match you up with strikes. You yeah. can go into the strike playlist with a couple other people. Yeah. Um, but the strike. But there'll be. Oh. I was just yeah, going to say, no, the ahead, strike yeah. map uh, is, is pretty big. I mean, you go for quite a while. You see a lot of, lots of different things in there. So it's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of neat stuff in there. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Yeah, I think I I get the impression, seeing as how um, it's very similar to like the first Destiny, where you start the mission and you're... Um, I'm guessing it must be a patrol space because because you see in other groups of players in the first part running around together. So I'm guessing it kind of like starts you off in a patrol area and then, so, you know, as you run to where the objectives in the missions are, it takes you away from them. Um, and like Sam said, it's, it's big and it looks absolutely stunning as well. Um, like we were playing with um uh my friend Eric earlier and um he was saying there's like there's basically like this big cylinder sticking out of the ground in this one area and people have found that like you can get inside it and is somehow you can glitch through a wall and they reckon that it there's like an unfinished area that you can access inside it and it looks like it's going to be part of like one of those new like instances that will happen when you're on on patrol like we tr- we tried to get in it earlier on but we couldn't for some reason it wouldn't it, the glitch just wasn't working um but yeah the the new strike is really cool i don't i don't think it does like the boss itself does um some things which are really cool and unique um that weren't really done in the first one um, for the main, it's kind of like, um, it's just kind of like, you know, run to an area, clear it out, run to another area, clear it out. Um, lots of jumping. I did. 
Yeah. yeah. So I, I did I, like. Go ahead, Hugh. Go ahead. Um, so I just, I hope that in other strikes that there's a little bit more variety through them, um, because like I said, this one just seems a bit sort of like, um, just sort of clearing areas and then moving on from them. And there is like sort of you know you've got to be careful jump like, jumping down on little, not so much platforming bits, but you're sort of like up high and you've got to jump down to a level below you so you've got a time you know you jump correctly so you don't take fall damage um when you land and stuff like that um, but there's not a huge amount of variety to it like the the final boss is really cool um and the sort of mechanic it has um throughout it is like visually re- really fun and you it adds a bit of um like you've got to be aware of what happens when it does its thing like i'm trying to not spoil it um because that in itself can kill you if you're not like you don't time things correctly so um i really enjoyed the strike i had a good good bit of fun with it but i'm just hoping that there's a bit more to the other ones in the full release really okay um i'll see you tonight i did like it in the story mission how um and my friend andy a friend of the show andy kind of brought this up to me they did like a journey-esque thing where it was like other guardians would just like show up and vanish mm-hmm. like they'd show up and they'd be fighting the fight with you and vanish and i didn't even notice there were other guardians there at first and so i was like that doesn't look like a npc like that has a weird name on it um basically his name was like i'm a dude or something like that and i was like <laughs> well that nah, doesn't look like a destiny thing um and i like thematically or uh story-wise i'm into what they're doing um I guess, like, for the opening mission of Destiny 2, like, slight spoilers, if you don't want to hear anything, tune out for, like, the next two minutes. Um, but their whole tagline is, a world without light. And um, in one of the promotional videos they showed, they showed Zavala, who's leader of the Titan class, like, dying and being rezzed over and over and over again um, years ago, you know, on his way to help build the tower and the the last city for humanity. And so like, that's been their narrative thing is, you know, when you die, your ghost resurrects you. Uh, so you see at the end of the, the first story mission, like the guy, uh, the bad guy, I forget his name, ghoul or gal, yeah. gal, gal, something yeah. like that, you know, says like, this is a world without light. And he, they attach something to, um, the traveler or not the traveler, the big giant orb, glowing thing yeah they refer to it as the traveler i think the traveler right yep and so like it like it something happens there and the ghost just falls out of the sky and he he says like you know your problem is you have no fear of death because like you can be revived every time and he's like let me reacquaint you with it and he like kicks him off the ledge so like what i want to know is like when we're playing the story missions now what happens when we die can we not be rezzed right away Hmm. is it like um or like are they going to make us restart? Like, you know, in the darkness zones, you would have to, like, restart the encounter. So is it going to be like that all the time now? Or is this just a narrative thing and they're just going to kind of, like, wash their hands of it? Or, like, just be like, well, just look away if you die in a patrol area. You can come back in three seconds. No big deal. Um, so I'd be interested to see, like, in the full game patrol areas and story missions, like, what happens with that stuff. Um, but I always I, I, I thought it was really cool that they actually did a like a narrative thing for respawning in video games. Like mm-hmm. they were like, oh, there's a mechanic for it, and this is it. This ghost thing brings you back every time. Uh, so it's cool to see them like mess with that a little bit, and I'm interested to see what it looks like. Yeah, so I mean the, that that story mission. Like I think 
I could be wrong, but I I think the opening section of what we get what we got in the beta is um there's more to it than what they showed at E three. Yeah. Um You don't get to that part that they showed at E three for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. It feels like um, a whole lot of shooting. They showed and that very beginning part. Um because I remember that where it's yeah, like everybody video, get yeah. under the thing and then where I core Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had shown that, but yeah. Uh, I think during like the E3 demonstration or like when they when they unveiled Destiny, it was pretty much like the fight in the courtyard oh, and right. then forward from there. There, but like when you start the mission, there's like 15 yeah. minutes before it where you're like running through the back parts yeah. of the tower, which I liked. Like I yeah. liked seeing things from a different angle for the first time. Hmm. And there's um, really cool like bits with like the vanguards sort of like drop like appearing like in and out of the mission. Like there's a bit with Cade, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I I just like how, like, all throughout the mission, is that there's a lot of dialogue going on and you're getting sort of, like, um, more and more sort of context as to what's happening as you're moving throughout the level. And I think, personally, I feel like this this single story mission, for me, gets everything right the destiny was missing when it was first released um in just sort of like making you feel like there's a purpose to what you're doing and there's just there's you know there's a story there um and and you know having a bit of more like life to the universe as as opposed to just like the enemies that you're fighting like they you know it's Judging from like the new social space, which is the farm, which apparently as you're going through the story is going to involve as you evolve as maybe you're sort of like rescuing people or whatever and unlocking new things for it. It seems like they're doing a lot more in terms of um, making it feel like there's there's a universe there um, as opposed to I didn't feel like they're in the original game they made they didn't do much world building other than the fact that you know you were fighting like these big bads like it's definitely seems now that you're actually getting some sort of um you know idea of the fact that there are just normal people still existing out there and the guardians are sort of like you know they're protectors or something um so that this one story mission has me like super excited for for where this game's going um yeah. and i th- i think if this is an indicator of what the rest of the story mode is going to be like i think it's going to be something really special yeah I, I think so too like when i played just the first destiny i really had no idea what was going on with the story at all like at any time and i didn't really care i was just it was a shooter it was fun um this one I, I, I'm very easily emotionally manipulated by games and movies and stuff like that. So, I mean, I got choked up when I when I first saw the trailer uh, at the uh, announcement video 
And I mean, when I started playing it again, I, I got choked up again. And then like, you know, later as you're going through and like Kate's like, my, my flaming guns are starting to go out. I was just like, oh God, oh God, I feel it. And it's just like, it gets you so well. And the way that they're, you know, they have some cutscenes in there, but then also, like you say, you're just, you're going through playing and you're just hearing the stuff and you're interacting with it as you go. And that's how they tell the story makes it a lot more engaging than just all being cutscenes and having to convey that through that. Cause I mean, people get bored with cutscenes. So I think they did an excellent job and I cannot wait to play more of that. So. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it only took me pulling out a Captain America shield and bashing people oh, in the face yeah. of the last night to get really excited mm -hmm. for destiny. Yep. Yep. Uh, so that's, uh, that's on the 6th, September 6th. Mm -hmm. And, uh, just in time for my birthday. Yeah. You know that we'll be talking about it in probably a lot. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll even get Jackie to come back and guest guest on the show, and she'll talk about it. Wow. Um, yeah. Maybe. I mean, there's um, there, I do have there's one one or two like I noticed earlier on. Um, I think there are some tweaks that they need to make to certain abilities. Because um, me, Sam, and Eric were just like talking about earlier on. There's the um, the arc ability that the hunter has now um the name of it escapes me now but basically you like you get, you've got like a bow staff and when you pop your super you you can jump in the air and sort of like come down and hit the floor and um there's like an area of effect or you it's kind of like um similar in a way to like the blade dancer but when you're playing a story mode and you pop the super with the hunter um because the enemies are quite slow um getting sort of like up close and personal with them and pressing like the main attack like the r2 attack with it where you're where you're swinging the staff um it feels really powerful but for the first time earlier on i noticed that um weirdly considering like the hunter is is the mobile like the the quick like class um like they're the assassin type thing um and in the f in the first destiny the blade dancer um ability like if you pop that you could just was like whip through people you'd just be bouncing from person to person was overpowered in the worst um <laughs> yeah it was i agree but welcome I think to being every other class now with <laughs> this new ability i think they've gone a bit too far in the opposite direction so there's no like if you press R two to do the attack, there's no sort of like closing of the gap between you and the enemy, so pe they can literally just run away from you. So unless you're like surrounded by people, and you just like wipe them out there and then, which in PvP and it's four v four, that situation doesn't come up that much. Is this because I saw you waste that super today on the stream? <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the point in the case, isn't it? Because like there was a guy right in front of me, and I was just like, I should be able to just like leap towards this guy and just like hit him. And I've seen videos. I, I thought I've seen videos of them doing it with it. Hmm. I'm not saying like I'm I'm not calling you a liar, but I I, I thought I saw it in, the, in like the opening video of them like close ground on it. I haven't tried it yet. Hmm. I will try it. But tonight. yeah, I mean. Right now, also get good. there's no, like, I don't see that there's any sort of, like, um, boost to your speed. Like, I think other classes have, like, when they pop their super, they, they get a bit of a 
boost to their speed so they can close people down um, and stuff. But the hunter ability seems a little bit slow. So I think that could need a bit of a rework. All right. Well, I'm sure they'll they'll balance Destiny 2 until the yeah, end of time. Of or until Destiny 3 comes out. Um, let's move on. Uh, there was a lot of time on Destiny. We like Destiny. We'll be talking about Destiny for some time to come. Oh, but yes. uh, the demo goes free, I think, in about another week. Uh, uh, no, like every, it's Friday. I, it's, it's sooner than that? It's, is it's, it Friday? Yeah, because yeah. the, the oh, beta ends on Sunday. So. Yeah. And oh, well, then there you go. On Sunday at... 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yeah, it's 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, yep. so it'll be 6 o'clock my time. They're opening up the farm social space for an hour. Oh, um, cool. So, yeah, if you're playing the beta, don't miss that, because that'll be like a really cool thing to see. So um, I will be getting my game capture device on that bad boy, and I'll um, upload something for people's viewing pleasure on our YouTube channel. I have to buy. I have to buy one of those. Yeah. Because I watched my stream with Kelsey, and I was like, "Oh, this looks like hot garbage." So it looked okay. Bobby recommend. It looked okay, but it could look a thousand times better. Ten yeah. Bobby brings something over is here. Preferable. Yeah, and yes. you can save it on the hard drive of the PS4 instead of doing Twitch, and that makes it better yeah. too. I know. I, I gotta. Got I gotta do all that. I have options. I have to figure out. Um, we have a couple of questions tonight. Um, I'm actually going to save a few of these for when we have Bobby back because um, I'm interested on in his thoughts on VR. Um, and there was also, we had a question about GameStop and how long it would last. Um, but we're going to grab that another time. There's one question here that I did want to talk about, um, especially because it reminded me of maybe one of the, like, the first couple of times I played with Sam. It's from our friend Badney Gurn. And he asks, what's your go-to bad day stress release game? And the reason this question stood out to me when I found out Sam was going to be on the show today uh, was because we were playing Overwatch a couple months ago, I think, and I had a miserable day for whatever reason. And I was, I think I was playing with you and Cody, and I don't think I said anything the whole time. And you guys were like, are, are you all right? And I was like, I had a really bad day. I'm just going to be here to kill people. I'm just going to be quiet. You guys did nothing wrong. I'm sorry. And I went on mute for the rest of the time. Yeah, that was an and awkward night. We're like, what is wrong with Justin? Is this one of those things where it's just like, you know, you just have like a, a bad day. I think I had just a bad day at work or the kids were being little shits that day or something. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, like I just, I, I had a bad go of it. And so... For me, this is I'll start, um, multiplayer competitive games are, are my go-to, um, which you think would be the opposite because, like, I get intense, I get competitive, but, like, getting intense and competitive takes my mind off whatever is bothering me that day. Whereas, like, in a story-driven game um, like Prey, I have to just be in, like, the right frame of mind to want to play one of those. That's why, like, I really don't sit in, like, a mar- like Marathon Zelda or anything like that. Um, not because I'm always having bad days, but like I have to be in the right frame of mind to play one of those types of games. Um, whereas competitive shooters or multiplayer games, um, I could jump into the, one of those at any time. And either my friends will help get me out of whatever funk I'm in or just the, the, the competing against other people um, makes it go away and helps relax me until I start getting completely tilted if I lose too much and then I need to just go to sleep. <laughs> Uh, but th- I mean, that's the answer for me, uh, Sam. What about you? Um, well, I've got I've got a few things. So partially the same. Um, I I remember 
like the most stressed out I've been playing video games was when I was doing Resident Evil 7 on the Madhouse intensity and I was right at the end trying to get through and I just kept dying I couldn't get through and I was I, I had that moment of panic where I'm like I've spent all this time on it what if I've what if I've reached my point and I can't go any further what if I can't finish this and I was just so upset so I uh, I just stopped and went and played Overwatch and got cheered up and it was fine. Took a few days, went back, finished Resident Evil 7 and it was fine. But uh, but that multiplayer player helped with that. Um, and that still helps. But um, also a couple things I really like. There's a game called Typewriter, which I made a video about that. And it's like you're, you're rolling these balls over typography. And it's just really soothing. It's got fantastic music and the graphics and just the motion of it is, is really fun and relaxing. So I'll play that anytime I'm stressed. And then there's also one called Color Guardians, which at some point I'm going to make a video on this one. Because it's it seems like a silly children's game. You're this little character and you it's a side scroller. You just have to change your color of your character to match the colored orbs that you're running into. So it's pretty simple, but it's it's a lot of fun, and that one's relaxing as well. So those are those are kind of my go-to options. Cool. What about you, Mister Hugh? Um, I mean, for a, for a long time, I I would say probably the original Destiny was the one for me, because um, I think I kind of find. Um, just a game where you've played it so much where you kind of just you can play it without really thinking about it um you're playing on autopilot yeah so just like that whole like destiny when it first came out was a lot like about the grind like it's once you hit the level cap and you finish the story it was just about that like you know doing the daily missions and getting in the crucible doing a few things there and just like grinding away to try and get the you know the best um armor or whatever um i think in terms of the type of game that throughout sort of like my history as a gamer i'd probably say like um like football games like fifa or pro evo um because again like i've been playing like football games since the first fifa came out like the first day that came out on super nintendo um, and like I've been playing Pro Evo since it was like international superstar soccer on on the Super Nintendo. So like football games to me are literally just like put the controller in my hand and I'm just like um, I I switch like the game uh, sound off and I just put some music on and it's almost basically like I'm listening to the music. And my hands and my eyes are just sort of doing their own thing. Um, and it's just that sort of... Um, just that way of just sort of getting your brain to switch off. Um, and just going, like... Just finding... Like, something familiar. Just to sort of, like... Because I suffer quite a bit with anxiety, so... Um, I think like fight, like playing football games is just like because um, I just find them fairly fairly easy and you know it's fluid and it's just sort of like there's a lot of you can more or less end up just playing them subconsciously if you played them for long enough so you can yeah. just kind of like switch your brain off um, 
so I think pretty much any game where I can just get to the point where I can play it without really giving it too much thought is my thing where it's just sort of like you get your your brain is engaged in the game but you're able to sort of like not think too much about it I guess I got you then there you go nice. we all have different things mm-hmm. I like shooting people <laughs> Sam likes to play nice relaxing type yeah. games he likes to kick people in the face with balls. Mm-hmm. Balls in the face. There we go. I'll make sure to make that reference tomorrow. <laughs> Definitely. And with that, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Um, let's do some quick, uh, as Jackie would say, housekeeping before we get out of here. Um, we're running short on questions for the question bucket. Uh, so if you're listening to the show... And yes, I'm speaking to you in your car, who's never written into this show once, but listens to it every week. I want to hear from you. We want to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, I want to hear. We really do. So please reach out to us on Twitter, at Talking Underscore Games, or email us, games at TalkingComicBooks.com, and ask us anything. Anything. Because trust me, the Broken Thumbsticks guys decided to ask all sorts of fun questions last week. <laughs> Hopefully none of those got answered. Yeah, uh, surprise us with some weird off-the-wall questions. We'll yeah. love it. Well, That's to be fine. fair, though, I think our advice for them all to go to the sexual health clinic and get checked out was probably <laughs> the best way forward for them all. So, guys, I hope you get whatever medication, creams you need. Um, and just just use a Andy condom from now on. <laughs> it's well, well thought out advice, Hugh. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leave us a review on iTunes if you can. I always appreciate it. It helps the show get bigger. We're trying real hard for that, if you haven't noticed. Um, we've been streaming a lot. Um, we're going to be saying this at the end of the show every week, but we're really trying. Um, we have a bunch of new series. Uh, Sam, Hugh, myself, Bobby, Kelsey, Matt, Cody. All of us have been putting forth a lot of work and into trying to... Um, create something here and we're we're working hard at it you guys have noticed you've reached out you let us know that hey we're seeing these things our youtube channel has grown it keeps continuing to grow our twitch subscribers are growing if you have amazon prime and you that means you have twitch prime and like 90 percent of the country has amazon prime you get a free subscription every month if you create if you link your twitch account to uh your amazon account uh since amazon owns twitch um it's free money that they give you to give to people if you feel like giving it to us, we'll definitely take it. Uh, it helps us buy things for buy equipment, um, like that capture card I was talking about before that I, I need to pick up. Would it be? It would go to something like that, where it helps us capture better video to put on the YouTube channel. Um, so if you feel inclined to helping us out, please do so. Um, you could reach me at Jarok J O R O A K Hugh. I am at H underscore Paz. And Sam. At S K S U V A K. And there's that last name again. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much uh, for checking in with us. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Justin. Thank you to everybody out there. We'll catch you next time on another edition of the Talking Games Podcast. Oh.